this is where you're meant to be. Like, I know it. I've never. My best self is better than every single person who's going to walk on that platform that night. Gosh, man, that was, was a moment that changed my life, man. Work harder than everyone else and just keep going. Get up and do it again and again and again. The journey to a better you starts right now. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this week. My guest today is Taylor Williams. You have heard Taylor a few times on the podcast. If you haven't, go back and listen to the episodes that he's done so far. I'll put a link to them in the show notes so you can just head back there and listen to the previous ones he's been on. This one, we really didn't have any plans. We just were going to talk about the Super Total event that he's hosting on February 27th. So that's going to be at CrossFit Brandywine, the bench squat, deadlift, and the Olympic lift. So the snatch and clean and jerk all in one day, max out. So I wanted to get Taylor to come on here, promote the event. And we just had an awesome conversation. There was so many things that I didn't even see us talking about, but we ended up just getting off on a tangent and I kept some stuff in from the beginning. So I hope you guys enjoy this one and I hope to see you out at the Super Total. Me and Terrence used to have so many mic problems back in the day when we first started because we just had literally the ones that you would hold. Like, that's how small they were. Like, they were little handheld ones. It, okay. it had a little stand, but, like, we would talk so much that we'd always pick it up and just hold it and talk. Oh, my God. I can't even, like, think about that. I was thinking about getting, like, two handheld microphones through just, like, the XLR cable so yeah. it's not, like, directly in the computer. I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if, um, if I'm going to get – because it's just, like, it's expensive to yeah. get them. So I'm supposed to I'm supposed to uh, prod with the dude from Vigorous Apparel this weekend, and he said that their gym has a studio. Really? Yeah, in the gym. Like he's a big photographer yeah, I'll just guy. Move this a little closer. Sweet. This one you can like literally talk right into. Nice. So it's like close. Yeah. So man, how's uh, how's the podcast going? It's been uh, since I've had you on. You started your own. So what's yeah. that experience been like? Uh, I was looking at it today this morning, and it says that I'm like four months in, but it seems like so long ago. But uh, I started on like September, the end of September. Your episode was the first one, and it aired September twenty fourth. Um, it's it's weird because you get to those lulls where you're like, I'm doing so good, but then you feel like. Uh, so I record a lot, and then I just post episodes kind of at different times. So when I don't record for like a few weeks, I feel like, wow, am I even still a podcaster anymore? You know, because <laughs> the episodes are just out there. But yeah, man, I love connecting with people. I love talking with people, um, learning new things, and and teaching people things. Uh, so I, I love podcasting. Yeah, you know, been I've good. been I've been jealous. Some of the guests you got on, I'm like, damn, I w- wish I would have got to them first. You know, that's that's the <laughs> thing. Like uh, that's why I always say like my peers motivate me more than I don't know. I guess anyone else because like I look at you and I feel the same way. I'm like, damn, that's an awesome guest. You know, and see the the growth of like not only you. But the people that you are now having on, it's so cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's been it's been fun, and the the coolest thing when people started actually asking me to come on. Yeah, and then uh, like people are like, "Oh yeah, I, like I'll come on the podcast," and I'm like, "Oh hell yeah!" All right? You're like, "All right, sweet." <laughs> Instead of like begging people on DM, and that kind of like makes it easier too, because when they come on, you're just like, "All right, dude, you know, start talking." Yeah. <laughs> like I love that when someone comes on, just goes right into it. Who's the favorite person you've had on? Uh, I feel like that's such like a, a hard question. It is answer, like when you did your breakdown list, I was like, damn, I, I don't even know how I would begin to go about it. Uh, let's see. I loved having uh, you were the first guest. So that was like, that's kind of what I'm trying to repeat with every episode, even though it's like I, I was a rookie then, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to repeat that because uh, I felt like we talked really well. Um, 
I had Brie, Brianna Safamori on a few weeks later, and uh, that, like, I don't want to say, like, changed my life, but, like, it added so much to it. You know, I got a new coach. I feel like this plan that I'm on with her, like, is making me the strongest I've ever been, you know? So I, I love that episode. Uh, it gets me fired up to talk about it and, like, uh, and re-listen to it. I'm trying to think. Favorite episode. Um, oh, Pottstown Resurgence, the two people from there, the two coaches that ran the recovery program. Just because, like, their story was so ill and what they do was so ill. You yeah. Know? But I think my favorite episode is, is always one that I haven't dropped yet. Really, truly. <laughs> you know, it's like I know it's out there still. The really good one. Yeah. So you're doing once a week every Friday, right? Yeah, I did. In November and December, I did uh, a couple Monday episodes. Um, and those were like uh, surprise drops. Uh, and it, like, I, it keeps trying to happen where, or I keep wanting it to happen where I'll record one on like a Saturday. It's like, oh, this one would be good to like just drop, you know? Not promo, not talk about it all, just put it out there. And like, I'm going back and forth if I want to do that or not. I think I'm just going to stick with the once a week episodes, though. You know, unless it's like a special thing. Like, uh, like uh, Alicia Vaz, I dropped her special because it was in the middle of the shutdown and she's a Philadelphia coach. So put that out there like the day after I recorded it. You know? Yeah. That's the hardest thing is to sit on it when you know Ugh. you did something good or yeah. you had a guest on that you really connected with. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I got to wait two weeks to post this. Yeah. It's like, and I want it to be timely too, but you know, it's like, because I had one like, like Molly's second episode that I did. She competed with the adults at an RX competition in November, but I didn't put it out until uh, January because of holidays and all that stuff. So I was like, well, I mean, it's kind of faded a little bit, but it's still it's still cool, you know. So I let it, let that be out there. But yeah, like it's hard to sit on those episodes, dude. Is there anything like what's the biggest thing you've taken away from a guest? Oh man, uh, like my way is not the right way. Their way is not the right way. You know, like when you start talking to someone, even if you have like uh, not difference of opinion, but different styles of going about it, or you learn differently. Um, you're able to just talk it, talk it through, you know, and you understand it. And like, honestly, if I've recorded a lot of episodes on Saturday and then Sunday when I go coach, like I take some of that with me. For me, it's like, I was going to ask you this too. Like after you talk to someone, like I feel like, I feel a little bit like them, you know, like, I, I don't know, like I hang up the phone call and I'm like, their thoughts are just still running through my head and I'm like taking so much of them with me. It takes me like an hour to decompress, you know, yeah. and get it away from me. Yeah, I like that. But it's it's fun. Like, it's fun, like, hearing other people's perspectives in a way of, like, they're openly going to talk to you, you know? Yeah, that's what the biggest one, when I talk to Jake Horst, since he's in my weight class and he's he's uh, the best in the country, like, listening to him, that was just, like, a selfish episode because I'm like, I just, want him, yeah. I just want to pick his brain. And yeah. then uh, it turned out, like, such a good episode. And I think that one completely changed the way I pr I approach lifting. Like I, I was the person who was looking on Instagram, seeing what everyone's doing. Yeah. Hey, oh, this guy snatched this weight. And now yeah. I'm just like, I don't really care what anyone else is doing. That was an awesome one. I loved like, uh, he was like, I'm going to take it, you know, kind of one of those mentalities. Like, like it's out there, you know, the, the title, the goal, like being the best, like, like I'm going to go take it, you know, and that's kind of what you got to do. So, uh, I, I love that episode too. Yeah. yeah that was great. And then he went out and won nationals. So yeah. <laughs> that, you know, like, that like made two, it three weeks better. later. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was sick. Um, like in a cool fashion, even under like the stressors that we were under, you know, I liked how you had like people that were like competed in it. You saw the different perspectives. Mm -hmm. I I like uh, like the at home stuff. You know, I don't want it to be the only way to go about things, but I like like what it adds to like everything. You know, in a year like you had this year, you see like one person was competing at, with like a baseball field in the background. You know, like <laughs> some people had all kind of stuff going on. Like, yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, and like 
you throughout the pandemic, you were lifting in your backyard and oh, it's yeah. windy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I remember sending you guys videos and you got like, I could hear the wind in the background. <laughs> like, it's awful, you know? Oh man. Yeah. But you never stopped training the whole time. I yeah. think I, th- it was so cool just looking at everybody on Instagram and seeing what, what people on? were putting yeah. up with. Yeah. I liked that USAW always had the motto of like back to lifting, you know, stuff like that. And it was cool to, to, to deal with the, the weirdness and keep going, but I liked to get back in the gym, you know? Yeah. And I don't think I talked to you since you started hungry dog barbell either. Nah, I, probably not. Cause that's, that's, you were a part of the launch. You yeah. Know? Um, so yeah. And after the pandemic, kind of when we first got back in the gym in August, I, uh, I formulated LLC to start my training, like my personal training business. And then two months later, I started Hungry Dog Barbell. I like I got sanctioned by USAW to start like an official team. Um, it's slow growth, you know. Still, we're still in the first five months, just like with the podcast. But uh, it's I've been trying to bring weightlifting more to the CrossFit gym that I'm a coach at one, and then to the community at whole. So uh, I'm starting to see like some athletes joining on virtually in person at the gym, you know, I have some competitive athletes there. So it's, it's fun, man. I love weightlifting. So I'll try to grow in the sport as much as I can. Why weightlifting for you? Like you started in CrossFit. What made you fall in love with the barbell? Uh, when I first started CrossFit, like I distinctly remember going to a competition in the first year CrossFit comp and like my max snatch was like 115 pounds, you know, like I, I crushed the, the pull-up workout, but like then it came to the max snatch and like, I hit 135, and that was a big PR for me at the time. Like, I thought 135 pounds. And the dude next to me, he bagged into my barbell. Like, we were lifted at the same time, maxing out. And so I dropped it, and, like, I, I had to hit it again. Luckily, I did. But the barbell was always the thing that was holding me back, and I was never a strong kid. Um, I, I had changed my life, got in shape, got super skinny, and, like, been able to run all over the place, do all the body weight stuff. But the barbell was always what's holding me back. So I got more into it, I think, uh, two, three years into CrossFit. I actually started working at Lifetime, like a Globo gym. And uh, I was working out there more than a CrossFit gym. And there's, you can't do kipping pull-ups there. But there was a squat rack and there was a platform. So I started lifting there. And I just got more and more into it. I started following like an online program. And then I was like, oh, I like this. And then one of the, the head trainer there, he was like, yo, we're going to have a USAW uh course here like level one and he was like he was like you get a discount because you're you're working lifetime i was like oh sweet so i signed up for it and took it and really that weekend like uh mike mckenna who owns like york barbell Mm -hmm. i think i think that's the name of it or no mckenna's gym but it's in york pa he was the level one instructor um it was so much fun you know like meeting these people that like we're from all over the country and we're all banded together over weightlifting there's people that were just getting introduced to it so I had experience coaching CrossFit a little bit before that. So when we did like the breakout teaching portions in the USA Level 1, I got to help a girl snatch for the first time. And I was like, I like that, you know. Better than teaching you how to do handstand push-ups. That felt good because like she never thought she'd be able to do that. Um, and I was, as a coach, I was trying to figure out what can I do full-time two, three years ago. And running a weightlifting club seemed like it was a, a better option than uh, CrossFit. You know to me yeah and it's been cool to watch your progression like you you know i hear the beginning of uh of your podcast with terrence and you guys were working overnight at walmart oh and now God. you worked at a globo gym crossfit yeah so people might not see people might just see hungry dog now yeah. and think like you got online athletes or personal training people 
But it's like, nah, this was a this was a long time coming. For real, with I'm I've known Terrence for eight years now. I think I want to say I have no idea when exactly it was. Whenever we worked overnight at Walmart, so we used to talk about things like that. Because uh, what's funny is I actually started getting in shape before him, and then he exploded after that. I got him to try like not CrossFit. It never worked out for him to go to a CrossFit gym. He wouldn't do it. He was too cool. But he joined like a functional fitness place in the Lions Den, and they do like. Joey used to be, Joey says Marty used to be a weightlifter, so he started off as a weightlifting gym, and now he does, like, bodybuilding, uh, uh, powerlifting, and strongman there. So, like, we had always thought about doing this together, you know? We wanted to, like, run a gym or something like that. Um, Terrence got, like, some other business going on right now, but we always talk about, like, running a gym together one day. And uh, I was like, you know what? I, w- I, I, need, I need the IP. I need to start now. I, need, I want to name a brand that people recognize. So that's why I started Hungry Dogs, so I can like have a like not just my name, but a brand that other people could recognize. You know. Yeah. Let's go back to the Walmart days a little bit. Like <laughs> when you're working there, are pe- you you're saying like you want to run a gym or you want to do these big dreams. Are people looking at you like you're crazy just because? <laughs> you know, some people might just be like, "Oh, I'm working at Walmart." Like, so uh, Terrence and I were always motivated people, even when we worked there. We quickly became the people that like uh, the managers would like rely on you know and i had a manager her name was brandy she i mean she believed in us you know like she promoted me inside there she promoted me like overnight and then she promoted me to the daytime to be a daytime manager um i worked back and forth with her she kind of always believed in me and she knew like a lot of my fitness friends like from outside of there and stuff so she kind of knew what was up um so i was lucky enough to have like managers and and teachers that believed in me and helped me grow as like not only like an athlete but like a leader you know so some of the people that we worked with, they were like, oh, you're, you're like, you know, just saying all this stuff. You're going to do all these dreams. You'll be working here with us forever. But, you know, like we just didn't listen. We kept going. And like having Terrence with me there to like do it with me, I was like, you know what? Like if he going to keep going, like I'm going to just see where this go. Um, Brandy, like she's still now will even message me on Facebook and like kind of crack on me. You know, like, oh, I remember when you were making nine fifty an hour, you know, <laughs> like all this stuff. I'm like, all right, Brandy, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I was, I was lucky enough to have like managers and mentors that believed in me, you know. Um, I learned a lot for Walmart, even though it seemed like at the time I wasn't going to. You know, I learned how to work with people and how to manage people, you know. so Yeah, cool. I think everyone should have that shitty job. Like, oh. I, I worked at Giant, and, like, I just remember the people who were who complained about hating their life. Yeah. And then I would come back from college. They'd still be there. I'd come back the next year from college again. Yeah. They'd still be there, still complaining about the same shit, but... There was a lot of people who who came in the summer just needed to make money, Oof. and who are very successful now. Yeah, I uh, and then I worked part time at like this other um, like buffet grocery chain place. I worked at the kitchen there, and I learned a lot of, I learned a lot of stuff there too because they were like a a healthy like small town place. So I learned like a lot about food and nutrition there. So like that was helpful. I try to just always take stuff with me, you know, like not look at it as too bad of a situation, like always like take something out of it with you, you know. So Walmart is still having to go back in that store sometimes and see some of the same people there. It's like, all right, I'm glad that you didn't believe in me. You know, like <laughs> I'm glad that you did it, you know, but it, it was good. Like I was lucky enough to have Brady in my life. She was always giving me shit. Like that's the thing. She would. If I was falling off of my work at Walmart, she would call me out right away, you know, and so would Terrence. Like, mm-hmm. one time I got in an argument with a girl there back when I was in my young days trying to chase all the girls. And, like, uh, I wasn't working because I was out. I took, like, a half-hour break. So it would be a 15-minute one. I came back in. Instead of Terrence being, like, laughing and joking with me about the girl, he's like, dog, what are you doing? You just missed 20 minutes of work. I'm like, 
I'm like, we're supposed to be friends here. <laughs> so like, yeah, he was always holding me accountable. So it was legit, you know? Yeah. And now, I mean, now it's all on you. Like yeah. you're doing, you're doing the podcast, you're doing the, before we got on your email and back and forth about t-shirt orders and yeah. sales like that. So what's, uh, what's like the hardest transition been like when you start your own thing? Uh, making the decisions, you know, cause I'm a type of person like I, I, it could be good, but I want it to be better. You know, I'm always like, and something could be like perfect, but off by one thing. And I'm like, okay, what's this one thing that could make this just a little bit better. And sometimes it's like, I right, just go with it, you know, and it could work out perfectly. And a lot of the times it has, and I'm like kicking myself in the ass afterwards. Cause I'm like, dude, you wasted so much time trying to make it perfect, <laughs> but it was already good, you know? So trusting in my my work and the years that I've acclimated like doing this stuff like and then making a decision based off that trust that's that's the hard part you know I think that's what all the great business owners before that were like dealing with that we didn't think about we thought that like uh getting new members in was the hard part or writing the program is the hard part or stuff like that like nah I do that already like that's what you go to school for that's what you read books for but like trusting yourself after you read the book or after you learn the lesson to make the right decision. It's like, Oh fuck. I don't know. Even these shirts, like it's like, it's just a picture, you know, it looks good. Just go with it. The people are going to like it and then they're going to come back for more. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, is that the right kind of pink? <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you feel like, I find this interesting. Like, do you feel qualified to do this stuff? Is there any, do you ever have any fear? Like what if people don't like this or what if this doesn't work out every day? Uh, do I feel qualified? No. Like, that's what I think about all the time. And uh, me and Max talked about that before. You know, like, are you are you qualified? You know, I, probably not. But the people that I'm helping, they are all seeing results and success from it. So I'm like, maybe I'm overqualified, you know. So it's one of those hard things. Are you going to wait around to be qualified? What's going to qualify you? All those questions. And if I fall down that rabbit hole, then I would stop. Yeah. But, but I'm a doer, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, you know. I struggle with that a lot. Like, am I qualified? Like, I work with people. Nick went to school for seven years to to do what he's doing. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like, do I ever feel qualified? No, but I'm gonna keep doing it anyway. You know, I can't let that hold me back. Yeah, I like that. I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Just uh, just doing some different things. I'm doing like that. Fear always comes up. Like, what what if people don't like this, or what if people think this thing I do is dumb or this podcast guest isn't interesting or something. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, it's, but it's nonstop. Like every single time you, you go to do it, it's not like it goes away, but you just have to keep adding on. You have to keep taking on more and, and doing the thing over and over again. 1000% dude. Like, and if you let those thoughts get in your head, like, uh, my buddy Ryan Price, I had him on the podcast and that conversation was just so like regular and, uh, I just took so much away from it because it was like so easy to, to digest, you know, like he does like a lot of amazing things and it's just because he just keeps working at it, you know, so I love that episode and I'm like, wow, like this isn't like a, like a wow you kind of episode. So will people like get it, you know, but then when I dropped it, it was the most like most listened to episode, mm -hmm. you know, and it continues to be people still keep listening to it and I'm like. What was I waiting around for? You know, like I loved it. So I felt like other people would love it. But like what was holding me back? So now I'm like, those are the people that I'm like seeking out, you know, the 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 amazingly ordinary or the ordinarily amazing, whichever one it would be. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. But yeah. Yeah, I know uh, MASH calls it like master the mundane. Yeah. Like w just weightlifting in general. Like you don't have to be good at 
rear foot elevated split squats <laughs> with a with a goblet like i i don't even know like all these all these different exercises Crazy like things, no yeah. it's like be good at one thing be good at the squat yeah be good at the snatch be good at the clean and jerk yeah you might not be able to do what you were just saying but if you have an amazing pull then yeah you know you're gonna be a, a great weightlifter you know how's your training been going uh like i said earlier man uh like i trust my training right now like it, it makes me feel strong um i learned a lot of like about weightlifting and like movement from Brie, just like talking with her and uh going over stuff that i'm doing and like what to focus on and instead of making it more technical like i don't know more hard to understand we broke it down and made it super 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 easy you know like super small cues super easy cues to work on to teach other people um so i'm loving it i'm, I'm excited for 2021 keep going you know like uh the one thing i do want and i'm trying to work on like like developing sort of some sort of package so that I can bring in other lifters that aren't CrossFitters is like, I wish I had like uh, that training environment. Cause but right now I mostly train by myself. So, uh, it's, it's hard to get fired up when you're solo, you yeah. know, like, uh, like I probably could have PR my squat like a few weeks ago, but it's like, I was by myself, you know, both days there was people in the gym when I did it and we were like talking shit back and forth. So mm -hmm. like it went well, but that's the one thing I would add back, like training, training partners and stuff like that. But yeah, I love it right now. Like I'm, I'm working hard, learning more about weightlifting. So I'm ready to keep going. Yeah. yeah and it's it's funny like the longer you do it because i thought like oh once i'm doing weightlifting for two three years i'll get this yeah. i'll understand it i'll be better at it and yeah. it's like the longer you do it the more you realize that you actually suck at it and the yeah. more you have to <laughs> improve for real and i learned i learned more now from every every miss than i probably learned from like made lifts before i think i've gotten mm -hmm. to that point where like oh i know why i missed that and it's like i should stop now or like I, I know what it means to back down and then ramp back up, like because uh, I don't think at Westchester I ever really did that. Like I do a lot of that with Bree, like build up to a heavy, like miss once or twice at like one weight and then back down and ramp back up. And I, I don't think I ever could have handled doing that before. My body like didn't have enough energy. Uh, but yeah, it's going good. I love lifting right now. Nice man, and we got uh we got the super total coming up. That's that's yeah, kind of why I brought you on. So yeah, buddy. So break that down for us. So super total, we did super total one last year. Um, you see the idea floating around on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, I like the idea. Super total. Some people run it as six lifts, the snatch. I'll say how we did it last year. We did snatch, back squat, clean, jerk, bench, deadlift. So the two Olympic lifts and then, uh, well, three, I guess, if you count clean and jerk as separate because we did it separate last year. And then the three power lifts. Um, so we did it as six lifts this last year. We're going to do it as five lifts this year. We're going to go snatch, clean, and jerk as one, and then back squat, bench, deadlift. And we have, like, a big mixture over at our gym of, like, not powerlifters per se, but people that like to bench and deadlift a lot, like, may not be as great with the Olympic weightlifting movements. And uh, I was trying to get some of the younger athletes and some of the older ones around my age into competing, so it was an easy way to, like, do it at our gym. So we put it together, and we took two hours – uh, the way we ran last year was 15 minutes, and you get a max of two lifts, a two, a max of two misses per lift, so per movement, uh, and no singlets and highest total wins. Uh, we're gonna do the same thing this year, but just with five lifts, and I might tweak the time to to 12 minutes, depending on how like if I can get 12 and 12 people to sign up, I'm gonna I'm gonna have 12 spots available for each division, men and women. 
Uh, we're not going to do weight classes, not going to do singlets, not going to do down judges, stuff like that. All right. You're losing all the weightlifters. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but we get a lot of the hybrid people in here. You know, there's a few weightlifters on like uh, Trav Youngs. He's still pretty much a weightlifter. He's left CrossFit. Uh, he's going to be out. Um, and I'm hoping that like people that may be on the outs for weightlifting right now, maybe, you know, they're they're like, I don't know if I want to compete anymore or they do it for fun and they want to like do something that they can do for fun again in a more competitive environment. They'll come out. But it was a really great time last year. Last year, I was out late the night before and then showed up at like nine in the morning and somehow <laughs> still PR'd, I think, my my back squat and my deadlift. Um but yeah, I was dead after it. It's a really fun, but it's really tiring, you know, maxing like five different lifts like that. Um, the back squat to jerk was kind of rough. That's why we're putting the clean and jerk together. It's going from the rack back to the floor for the clean and then back on the rack for the jerk. That was that was fun. Um, and we're going to have some cool people out there sponsors-wise to give us some cool stuff, some gear, some food, some stuff like that. And I'll have a photographer on site. We got some super dope pictures last year. Um, we'll have a really high level of energy in the room. I, I like to make a couple playlists for that day. Uh, I'll be crowdsourcing some songs over the next week or so. So you guys, if you listen to this, you can drop me a line, a DM, tell me what song you want to hear. Uh, yeah, hopefully we get some more weightlifters out there, though. Like The one thing I need is more girls signing up this year. Last year we had my friend Marissa, Molly, Molly's sister, um, and, then my, and then Kim competed in it also. But I'd like to have a full female division uh, to, to watch them throw down. Guys, you know, they're going to come out. As soon as you say bench press in the middle, everyone that's not a weightlifter is like, oh, yeah, I'm there, dude, no problem. Um, but it's going to be a good time. So I'm looking at Dana behind us. Yeah, and, buddy. Uh, she, <laughs> she just signed up. So uh. Yeah, buddy. Don't worry, Dana. We'll hook you up with a sweet tank, you know. It'll be great. But it, it's a good time. And uh, I'd like to do something afterwards, you know, whether we have like a, like a drink and stink at the gym after that hangout. Um, and I'd like to make it like a, a yearly thing. If, if it doesn't stay at that gym, you know, like if I happen to move somewhere else, um, I think it's a fun idea. We did the Halloween throwdown where we did we did snatch, clean and jerk complex, and then a Metcon afterwards. I'd like to do like two competitions a year, you know, something like that. Like a CrossFit one where they could get their Metcon on, breathe heavy, you know, go upside down and handstand push-ups, and then like a – a purely lifted one in the early middle part of the year, you know, competition is fun. Yeah. Know? And you need that sometimes. Like you're not supposed to PR your back squat and deadlift after doing all that stuff, but you, you're around people, the yeah. music's cranking and, yeah. and like magic happens. That was my highest strain ever. I got, uh, I, I had a 20.8 that day <laughs> and 21 is the highest. You yeah. Know? I haven't cracked 21 ever, but that was my highest strain. I'm not going to, not going to wear it this year. Um, last time I, you were on my podcast, we talked about whoop. And I no longer have loop anymore. And uh -oh. I sleep better. <laughs> and I sleep better, yeah. Yeah, so all you people listening out there who uh, disagree with me. Yeah, <laughs> it's true because it, it gets in my head, like, because sometimes I set it during my workouts or sometimes I set it, like, before I go to sleep, you know, like something like that. Or, if, like, I felt like I slept great and I wake up and I have bad recovery and, I don't know, if it didn't read my whole sleep. So now, like, I go to bed, turn everything off in the room, plug my phone in, go to sleep, you know, it's great. Um, and and I put more of the responsibility on myself. I think I was trying to make Whoop responsible before. Like it was going to make you recover better, drink water, and go to sleep. But yeah, no, I just put it on myself now. Like like I know that uh, like if I wasn't hydrated enough yesterday, I wouldn't have been able to be on a back squat. You know? Yeah. So I just and we always talk about that stuff. Like the it's the basics. Yeah. Drink drink water. Eat yeah. eat enough food and vegetables. Like eat nutritious whole foods. 
sleep eight hours. It's yeah. like it's not that hard. It's uh, people want to geek out on the science, but a lot of times, like you can't sell simple. You can't tell people like, oh, if you sleep eight hours, you you hydrate adequately, like yeah. you'll be you'll feel better. Yeah. But people want to see like, oh, what's my strain score? What's my HRV? And it's like, yeah, we want all these metrics, but like, it's what we talked about earlier, you know, like feeling underqualified. Why should I feel like that? I know what I'm capable of doing and I know what I need to do. So I just need to do that. Like same thing with my recovery. I know what I'm capable of doing. I know what I need to do. I need to just do that. You know? yeah. And I was crushing myself with a whoop, with whoop. So just let it go. Get that $30 back in my pocket. Every month. <laughs> you know, I, I had a podcast last week where I talked about that with a couple of dudes and they were like, they're like, bro, I just, I got to push the button, but it's just like canceling a gym membership. Like, I haven't pushed it yet. I'm going to. I'm like, dude, just get rid of it. Man. And the ads, man. The ads fire me up. <laughs> the, 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 the <laughs> Every time I'm on YouTube, I'm like, should I get one? Yeah. Should I get, I already had one and I didn't like it. But uh, the ads are just like, if, if just my buddy was grandfathered in. So like, he just has it for good now. So that's why he, he keeps it. You know, if I had that, then I'd probably keep it. But yeah, I don't, it's, it's not worth the $30 a month. I think what I thought it was going to be, like the amount of data that it was going to give me, um, that is kind of advertised as, like it, it's not possible to give yet. They just don't have the technology to yeah. really track the body like that. So if it ever does get to that level, you know, we might should be scared for the world, but like I'll, I'll buy <laughs> it again, you know? Like I really thought it was going to like really be reading my body and like, because I don't know, the recovery algorithm is based off of like, I don't know, reading your heart rate and all that stuff, but like it's really not like I'd be dead some days. You, you know what I'm talking about? Like I'd like I'm dead right now from maxing out my back squat, and it would probably tell me that I'm 84 percent recovered just because mm-hmm. I slept for nine hours and like ate enough yesterday. So that's kind of why I got rid of it. But uh, yeah, we'll just wait around till uh, Bill or Elon get us on that microchip, and yeah, it'll nah. say every calorie every time you're sleeping. Nah, every Jeff, <laughs> Jeff's gonna do it. Jeff's gonna be the one. Um, but yeah, Super Total is a great time. Like it. There's people out there last year that didn't really compete. So um, for them, it was like, oh, wow, this is a lot of fun. You know, just a little bit of a different environment than like being in a class setting or just lifting during your training. So, uh, yeah, I think everyone will really enjoy it. Um, I would love to have more people, but with us still being kind of in Corona times, I don't want to open it up to just everybody. So Mm -hmm. cap it at 12 for each division, men and women, snatch, clean and jerk, back squat, bench, deadlift in that order come out dudes come let's move some heavy weight you know all right so if you're listening to this you got to sign up uh where do you go to sign up uh so i'm gonna drop the sign up sheet on my instagram uh it'll be in a link in my bio then i'll draw like i'll make a post about it uh for, for the signups um it's gonna be thirty dollars that's pretty much just the cost of the shirt and then i'm trying to get like a, a prize to give out to people too so uh hopefully that'll be pretty cool i want to get something made so that uh Kind of like an affiliate cup that we can keep passing around from year to year, you know. Ooh, I like that. Take that home, you know. Be like, yeah, I'm the first winner of the Hungry Dog Super Total, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, come out February 27th at Brandywine CrossFit, uh, home of Hungry Dog Barbell. We'll be throwing down. Hell yeah! Well, I'll get that linked up in the show notes. Uh, this was fun, man. I, I like these podcasts in person and yeah. no notes, and it's like, hey, let's just let's just get on here and talk. Yeah, so. Let's just wrap, you know. Well, th- yeah. So people can go. Um, Sign up for that, and then Hungry Dog Barbell Podcast on Spotify and Dropping Apple. every right? Friday, yeah, buddy. Yep, Focus Friday. So thanks for coming on, T. Yes, sir. Thank you. Dude, that's what it Once again, thanks, T, for coming on the show. He is somebody who I really look up to who motivates me. 
if you guys want to compete at the event, the super total, squat, bench, deadlift, plus snatch and clean and jerk, you're not going to get the opportunity to do that too often. So head to the link in the show notes. The Eventbrite is listed right there. Obviously, due to the circumstances, the event is limited, so get your tickets today before they get sold out. And if you want to learn more about Taylor, his podcast, the Hungry Dog Barbell Podcast, will be linked up in the show notes as well. I tune in every single week. I love hearing the guests that he has on. He's brought on a lot of just smart people, people that I look up to, that I learn from. So thank you, Taylor, for all that you do. Thank you for everyone who's supported the podcast so far. If you guys want to support this week, just take a quick screenshot, tag Taylor and I, and let us know you liked it on Instagram. That would be the biggest thing that you could possibly do for the podcast. And I look forward to talking to you guys on Friday. Take care.